Welcome to the Art of Making Things Happen, the podcast. My name is Jennifer Jane Young, and I'm your host. I'm a teacher, a coach, an entrepreneur, and the founder of Enjoy Business, a company that supports achievers, dreamers, and creatives who want to make things happen. You can connect with me at jenniferjane.ca and learn more about my company at enjoybusiness.co. These are raw, honest, and unedited conversations where personal growth meets entrepreneurship to inspire you to listen to your deepest yearnings. I want to be by your side as you embark on the paths to reach for your goals in life and in business. May each episode bring you hope, deep insights, and the confidence you need to keep taking that next step forward. Enjoy! Hi everyone, Jennifer here from The Art of Making Things Happen. And back <clears throat> this week uh, for the 60th episode of the podcast, which I am really, really uh, excited and stunned about. I had not realized that we were already at 60 episodes. Um, and I've been sitting with this for um, two weeks now. I actually took a two-week break because I was trying to think of, you know, what would be the best thing or the most exciting thing to talk about on the 60th episode Um, and I think that for me the best thing that I could talk about today with you guys is my story because my story or anybody's story is the thing that we can relate to the most Um, you know we can put theory out there and we can put um, we can put all kinds of you know grand ideas out there But I think that um, what we've gone through, our experiences, and um, the struggles, and the successes, and the messiness, and all of that is, are the best lessons that we can share with other people to help them move forward on their path. And although um, those of you who know me already, uh, or who have been following me for a while uh, might think that some of the, you know, a lot of a lot of my life and a lot of my business is very kind of shiny and fun and exciting. There's so much messiness in between all of that. Um, and so I kind of want to shine light on the messiness today because I feel like that's, that's what's really important. <clears throat> and I am a huge fan of all things woo-woo, although I don't talk about it very much. But everything uh, that has to do with, you know, our numerology and our astrology and just how life has lined up for us, all of that is really um, intriguing to me and I love it. And I use it all the time in my business and I use it all the time with my clients. And <clears throat> so I took the time to look at what six, the, the number six represented in numerology and the number six represents vision. Um, And I thought that that was so exciting because we're at the 60th episode and I'm taking a whole bunch of new um, directions with Enjoy Business and my projects and my business. Uh, We're still doing the same thing, but, you know, through a different vision, through a bigger vision, I would say, um, that I have space and opportunity to to do now. So um, I'm sitting in my hammock on my patio having my morning coffee with you. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about my story. So you're going to hear the Mexican birds. You're going to hear some cars. You're going to hear some noise. So this is going to be just a very real and raw podcast. So um, first of all, I mean, I want to share with you that 
starting from a really, 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 really young age, I had a lot, a lot of discomfort. I felt like I just did not fit into this very complicated, <laughs> fast-moving world. Um, I found it very hard to find my place, and I found I felt very different from everybody else all the time, uh, which often made me feel like I was not going to succeed. You know, I felt like because I was so different, um, life was going to be so much harder for me. And I literally, from a big, big, big part of my life, I felt like um, nothing ever good was going to happen for me. Um, and that feeling brought me into a space of uh, pretty severe anxiety. Actually, when I was a teenager, um, I started to have really, really, really bad anxiety to the point where, you know, I, I had brought myself to the hospital and to the doctor a few times thinking I was having a heart attack and I was going to die. And I went through all those things. So if you have anxiety, you'll probably understand and relate to a lot of this. And so, you know, my whole, all of my teenage years were revolved around high intensity anxiety. That plus already feeling very different and like I just couldn't find what I needed or I couldn't fit into what everybody else was fitting into uh, was a nice mixture for uh, insecurity. And, um, and you know, I always hated school my entire life. I, I, I hated school really. I just, the whole experience was, felt so not like me and I felt like I was trying to fit a round peg into a square hole um, and I remember uh, you know trying things a lot when I was young like it, it, it's like I was trying to find this thing that would that would match with me and I could never find it and you know I tried all kinds of things you know I tried figure skating I tried guitar lessons I tried I think I did ballet when I was really young I did all kinds of stuff and I remember one time my uncle, who was, he's a real clown and he loves to tease, especially loved to tease me when I was young. And I remember one day coming home from figure skating with my mom and I had decided to not go anymore because it just, I didn't, I didn't like it. And I remember him, you know, starting to laugh and saying like, Jenny quit again. And I remember feeling like such a failure in that moment, feeling like, oh my God, I'm never going to find I'm never going to find something that's going to make me really happy or I'm never going to find my place in this world because there was always this huge sense of discontent or this huge sense of um, unsatisfaction and, 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 and feeling lost, really. Like, I, I feel like I went through my life, I went from being a completely lost, anxious soul to a very free and happy human being now. So what I want to tell you right away is that, honestly, life takes time. Clarity takes time. Finding your place takes time. And it's so important to be patient with the process because, because there's nothing you can do about wanting to make things happen faster. Because... Our experiences and life needs to mature. Everything needs to mature. And it's that place of maturity that becomes so amazing. It's when you're in, if you get to something too fast, the maturity of it is not going to be there and it's not going to feel the same. It's not going to be as exciting and it's not going to be as sustainable. And oh my God, I wish someone would have told me that when I was young because I was the most 
patient human being anyone could ever have met. When I wanted something, I wanted it yesterday. And if I didn't have it yesterday, I was pissed off. And so that was one of the things that made me feel really unsatisfied in my life because I was always chasing something new. I always felt like, I, I talked about this concept when I was teaching yoga therapy of the dog chasing, it, chasing its tail. It's like I was always chasing this thing that I, I was never catching actually really because what I needed to catch was this, was this sense of satisfaction and gratitude. And I was never achieving that because I was always chasing the next thing. So all that to say that... Um, you know, for a really long time, I didn't find, I didn't find my place. I felt very much like a failure, and um, and I needed to keep, but I needed to keep trying, and I needed to keep testing things, and that's what I did my whole entire life. And I've always been a, a visionary uh, from a very, very, very young age. I had these big visions, these big ideas. I was, I was a daydreamer, and and ironically, I was talking about this with a friend of mine the other day. I had this huge insight because. It's crazy how what things that happened when we were young or how we did things or how we acted when we were young are very, very, very relevant to our life now as adults. And I remember when I was young, this, I mean, happened several times, having these huge visions. For example, one time I had this, this grand idea to build a fort in the woods with my cousin. And like the vision was so clear in my mind. It was so beautiful. And I was like, oh my God, this is going to be my space to go and hide out and daydream and be creative and all this stuff. And so I got my cousin really excited. We took off in the woods and we built this fort that I had in mind. And when we finished it, I remember looking at the fort being like, ugh, this is not at all what I envisioned. (laughs) And feeling really disappointed and really frustrated. And... And then, you know, I think a couple of weeks later, again, I got this another vision and I, I had another idea, another space where I could potentially build this space for myself, which was in the garage. Same thing. You know, I got up and I started trying to do it. I started, started trying to make it and it didn't, it didn't look like what I wanted it, and it didn't, it didn't work. And so um, throughout my life, I never understood that concept really. And, and today I can, I see now because I know myself really well, that I am very much of a visionary. And so me going out to build the thing that I have in my mind is not the best idea. And so I work really well as a team. I work really well with other people um, collaborating. And that's where I thrive the most because I, I, I just I love people so much and I, and I can see the beauty of doing things uh, and delegating things also. So that's a huge lesson that I've learned, especially this year. And so that's one of the reasons that my business is shifting a little bit. And I had that huge insight um, the other day and I was like, wow, you know, that message was really clear when I was a really young little girl. Um, so think about how you were when you were a kid. Because that energy that you had when you were a kid is very relevant to today because that is the pure energy that you were born with. And that, and I think that it, it, there's a lot of uh, information in there based on how you could be living your life with less effort today. So, um, so coming back to, you know, some of you might know, or some of you might not know that I live in Mexico now and, um, about two years ago, I had a huge, huge life shift where I literally packed up my entire life and uh, moved myself, my dog, my laptop, and a couple of other things, 
over to Cancun, Mexico. <clears throat> and although that experience looks really shiny and really wonderful and really magical and really dreamy, um, it came with a lot, a lot, a lot of struggle. And it came with a lot, a lot, a lot of discomfort and having to take a lot of risks. And what I realized is that throughout my whole entire life, I've, in order to create a big shift or a big change or really embark on a direction that I was dreaming of, I've had to take um, risks. So there's been leaps and bounds of actions that were necessary in order to get to where I wanted to go every time. And it meant stepping into an unknown space. It meant giving up certain things that were comfortable. And it meant um, feeling kind of shitty for a little while. And I remember um, I read a really, really fabulous book once, one of my favorite business books ever by Todd Henry. And um, he talks about... When you want to move into a uh, new space of excellence in your life or in your career, for a little while, you need to accept the fact that you're going to be mediocre. And that is the only way that you can move into your next level of potential or your next uh, level of um, expertise. Because... Where you are now probably is your is your space of expertise, is, is feeling like your space of potential because you've been there for a while, you've been doing it for a while, you've been practicing for a while. And so being that that expert or that great person or being, you know, being really great at where you are in your life is easy right now because you've been doing it for a while. So you're already an expert in that space. And so in order to to uh enhance your skills or become an expert at a higher level or at a deeper level, you need to start practicing in that area. And for a little while, you're not going to be really great. It's going to feel uncomfortable. You're not going to feel like you're at your best. But that's what's going to bring you into that next level of expertise. And I remember that that piece of his book being so eye-opening for me because I, I realized for myself how it was so easy to stay in that comfortable space because it felt good because I felt like, you know, I was on the ball. I had my shit together. And moving into a new space that was unknown, that I was not used to, that I didn't necessarily have the skills to be in, uh, that always felt so much scarier and so much messier. Um, so I really encourage you to... Um, to move into new spaces where you're not going to be at your best necessarily uh, to begin, but it's going to bring you to a whole new level of uh, life experience and a whole new level of awareness. So I, this book, it's called Louder Than Words by Todd Henry. Harness the power of your authentic voice. It is one of the best business books I've ever read in my entire life. It's really, really fabulous. So... <clears throat> Moving into those uncomfortable spaces were kind of, um, I guess, the theme of my life. And, you know, I remember in high school, high school particularly was the hardest part of school for me. Uh, and I really, 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 really hated it. Like, I, I don't know how, how I could explain how much I hated school. Like, it was torture going there every single day. There was 
almost nothing in the experience of school that was satisfying to me or that made me happy. It was just completely uncomfortable and um, it felt like torturous, really. And so I kind of turned into like this little rebel at school and I, the, the, you know, the person who was always disturbing in classes and the person who was always not paying attention and being disruptive with other people and getting kicked out of class and spending most of my time in the corridor. Um, and I remember near the end of my high school, um, taking my art class with my teacher of France and all of a sudden feeling at home, all of a sudden feeling like, Oh my God, I've found a space where I'm actually comfortable. Uh, I don't want to pull out my hair and scream during class and I'm, I'm enjoying myself. And you know, that, that my teacher France was almost like a friend. And I remember that making a huge, huge difference. Um, when anytime I had somebody of authority above me or trying to tell me what to do, uh, I com I was completely disobedient and I was I would not listen to anything. But with France, she treated me like an equal. She treated me like a friend. She treated me like a human being, and I remember that making a huge difference in my life. And then that class just gave me space to be more of myself. It gave me space to be creative. It gave me space to use what was inside of me rather than sticking me into a cookie cutter mold and I fell in love with that class and I thrived in that class and it almost became like therapy to me um and so I started to pay attention to those teachers who treated me more like a friend and more like a you know a very unique human and I started to try to enjoy myself more in those classes um I remember my math class I mean I hated math I I, I you know I wanted to throw up every time I went to math class but one year, I had a teacher who let me check out. And was it a good strategy? I don't know. But he let me sleep. And I would sleep every single math class. And I, I remember feeling so exhausted from life. And it was like a gift that that teacher would just let me sleep through my math class. And, you know, I did the basics and the minimum for that class just enough to get by. But he let me check out and he let me rest. And I remember having so much respect for him because of that. <clears throat> so along your path in life, you're going to find people who are going to support who you are. And they're going to support who, what you need and the type of personality that you are. And you need to pay attention to those people because they're so important. Even as an adult, those people will come onto your path. Um, so, you know, after high school, <clears throat> I remember you know, the next step was going off and finding a job. And clearly I had not found my path <laughs> to what I was going to do with my life. Uh, and the first thing I went to study was interior design because it was the closest thing to my art class that, um, that I felt like maybe I could thrive in. And so, you know, I went through interior design, um, uh, that didn't work out. Then I went into early childhood education and I was an educator in daycare for five years. And then that was not my space. I left. And I did a lot of different things, a lot of different things. And then I became a yoga teacher. <clears throat> and again, all of a sudden, I felt at home. And so there was always these moments where, like, there was these long moments where I felt very lost and very um, broken. 
and dysfunctional and not normal because I just couldn't find the thing. And everybody else seemed to be like just going off in their life and finding these perfect jobs and these perfect courses and college and university. And I just couldn't find my place. But every once in a while, I would find this little place that would feel like home. And, and I would settle there. And so in between those moments where everything feels like it makes sense, know that there's going to be um, moments where things don't make sense anymore. And, and I, in this part of the, it's part of the journey. It's part of finding yourself. It's part of finding your path. And the more you move forward, the shorter those moments that don't feel right will be. And the longer those moments that feel like home will be. <clears throat> and I think that that was a really important lesson in my life. Um, and something that I really want people to know about. Because they do get shorter those moments. But you need to keep exploring. You need to keep trying. You need to keep testing things. And you need to not be scared to try and test things. Like, excuse my language, but fuck what other people say. You know, fuck the, just make a decision and get a job. Fuck the... Just, you know, make up your mind and find something. That's not how life works. As long as you can sustain yourself and, you know, live your life in a somewhat responsible way in between that, you don't need to just make a decision and just settle. And that's, you know, that is the core of the work that I do. I do not want people to just settle because that's easier or that seems like the better thing to do um, based on what other people are are telling you or how they're perceiving you. So the next place for me that felt like home was my yoga teacher training. So I took my summer vacation from daycare to do my yoga teacher training because I was at the end of my rope. And, you know, becoming a yoga teacher was something that I had dreamed of for a very, very long time. And I think more so than becoming a yoga teacher, I dreamed of becoming a teacher, becoming a, a leader. And, <clears throat> you know, I embarked on my journey of becoming a yoga teacher and that was so scary and so different and so uncomfortable and talk about feeling mediocre for a little while because, you know, again, I was, uh, you know, every, in every chapter of my life, I was always the black sheep of the crowd. So even in that yoga teacher training, you know, everybody had all this experience doing yoga and they were like so advanced and I felt like, what the hell am I doing here? Like, I am not advanced enough to be in this teacher training. So, you know, physically, what I realized is I wasn't advanced enough to be in that teacher training, but mentally, in terms of my awareness, I was. And I had I had what it took to actually grow and evolve through that teacher training. So the best decision of my life, because that is what launched me into entrepreneurship, into working for myself, into having my business. And then starting from that day, it was like a 12-year journey of, you know, hustling in a sense and trying different things and and finding myself within that experience of uh, entrepreneurship. But then I knew that I was on the right path. So I knew that it was just about finding the right place where I was at my fullest potential and <clears throat> living my life in a way that made most sense to me. So really thinking about the lifestyle that you want is is almost more important than the actual work that you're going to be doing because the work that you're going to be doing you can different you can do it in many different ways but you really need to think about how okay how do when I'm I'm going to wake up every morning how do I want to live my life every morning when I wake up if you don't prioritize that first if you don't always put that at the beginning of your thought process you're going to end up 
maybe building a really successful business or, or getting a really successful job or finding a really successful career, but you might not be living your life in the way that you, you dream of every single day. <clears throat> so, and you know, when I say every single day, let's just press pause here and, and remember that life is not perfect. You know, our day, every single day is not exactly how we want it all the time, but just generally how you want to feel and how the rhythm of the life that you want and where you want to be living and all of those things are really important to think about first. So, you know, after that was 12 years of, you know, just building this vision that I had and building this dream, but like one tiny little stone at a time. And again, life was really forcing me to be patient um, because I wanted it all right away. I wanted my visions. I wanted them to happen right away, but the maturity wasn't there. And so it, you know, it could not come to life right away. And if it did, it would have broken apart because it would not have been sustainable. And, you know, I went from being a yoga teacher, then kind of moving into coaching. The yoga felt like it was actually in the way after a little while. Like it was, it was actually a barrier to the work that I actually saw that I could do for people. <clears throat> and so I honored that and I ended up moving on from the yoga. Uh, it was a really, really difficult decision because without the yoga, I felt naked, I felt incompetent, I felt mediocre, and I felt like I was trying to be something that I was not. But I knew that I had to let the yoga piece go in order to really do my great work and really do what I was best at. And then naturally, as I was just starting that thought process of you know leaving the yoga, I had all of these people coming towards me to um, ask me for help with their business because they saw that I was running my yoga business on my own and doing all my marketing on my own and figuring stuff out. And so all the people from the health and wellness community started to come towards me and, and ask for support. And so that kind of, you know, sent me off into the coaching and consulting world uh, naturally. And, and that gave me the confidence to, you know, uh, put aside the yoga because I really saw that, okay, life is supporting this thing that I can feel inside this yearning. You know, I always tell people the yearning you're having inside is not random. It is it is relevant. It is important. It has meaning. That yearning you're having inside, that thing that you're craving is life giving you a preview of what is waiting for you in the future, what is possible for you in the future. So please, please, please don't ignore that. Um, it, it's so important and it's so relevant. And it doesn't mean that it's going to come to life um, right away. But it will come to life if you just follow that trail one step at a time. If you just build things one little stone at a time, uh, I promise you it will bring you closer and closer and closer to that yearning and that craving that you're having inside. So, I mean, from that moment, I really went into, I guess, what we would call life and business coaching and, um, and you know, just to fast track things a little bit, uh, you know, today, this is what I'm doing. I'm helping people uh, start and grow their businesses in a very organic, authentic and strategic way uh, that is in line with, you know, who they are at their core, what they love at their core, what they're best at at their core, what they do best naturally. Um, and, and always coming back to those big visions that they have and honoring those and, and, and getting them to follow that trail. So, um, and you know, without 
I never, ever, ever in my life thought I would live anywhere else but Canada. Although Canada never really felt like home to me. It felt like, again, another another place where it would, there was just like uncomfortable. It just felt like I was, again, trying to fit a round peg in a square hole. But at that point, I had no vision at all of where else I would live. I had a feeling, there was a feeling inside of me that I wanted to have related to my life and to where I was going to be living. But visually, there was nothing there in front of me. But because I just followed my trail and I built this business for myself and this um, professional life for myself that would give me some sort of satisfaction because, you know, after school, um, going out to find a job was the exact same experience for me as high school of like it was physical and mental torture to be in a job for me my whole entire life and I was job hopping all the time just like my uncle you know made the joke when I was young about like you know activity hopping and quitting all the activities all the time I was doing the same thing in my jobs I just could not and in in my mind it was like it cannot be that this is life it cannot be that life is going into something every single day and feeling like you want to vomit or feeling like physical pain in your body and feeling so frustrated in your mind. So I just kept trying different things and I just kept um, job hopping, I guess. Um, <clears throat> and so because of that, I, you know, I, I, I launched into the entrepreneurship and, and just took a leap with the yoga that I had no idea if it was going to become successful for me at all. But the comfort and the feeling at home that I felt when I got into the yoga was enough for me to know deep inside that I was on the right path. Because that for me was like, yes, this is how life should feel. You know, it's not going to feel good every single day, but feeling like I found my place, that for me is what life should feel like more than feeling like freaking torture every day, going to a job that I hated and not, not finding a place where I could thrive with my qualities, with what I had inside of me. So, you know, building my business over 12 years um, without knowing it was building my freedom that I was going to need to pick up everything and move to Mexico. Um, So there's so many, there's so much unknown in life that we need to trust uh, because I could have never, never in a million years would I have said, you know, I'm going to go move, I'm going to go live in Mexico and that's where I'm going to be working from and building my life. I would have never... That vision was not in my mind. The vision that my life was going to be different than other people's was there. Uh, So I just had to trust that, you know, I was going to um, build that professional life for myself and that it was going to bring me freedom one day and it was going to bring me what I needed. Um, But without having the assurance and the security, um, I had to just keep putting one foot in front of the other in the direction that felt like mine in the direction that felt good to me. And, you know, that day that I decided that I was going to pack up and and move to Mexico because something fabulous prompted that, (laughs) which you can read about in my book on my website, jenniferjane.ca slash book. Um, that, That trust in myself and that one foot in front of the other and the legwork that I did every single day for 12 years um, is what gave me that freedom. And now this Mexico chapter is a whole new chapter 
And now I feel at home in my personal life. I feel like this is where I'm supposed to be living. It feels good. So I really want you to, um, I really want you to trust in your path. I really want you to trust in your yearnings, in, um, in your cravings, in the things that feel good to you. And I really, really, really want you to trust in the things that don't feel good to you. Um, I'm not talking about when things are not working as you want. Things don't always work right away. Things are not always smooth right away. My whole, the last 15 years of my life were bumpy and messy and frustrating and annoying sometimes. But there was always that common thread coming back of knowing that I was, I was on the right path. And when I, when I felt like I was not on the right path, I just took a leap and took a different direction and took a risk. And that, and that is what brought me back on the right path over and over and over again. So you have to not be scared to take risks because there's no mistakes. You know, whatever decision you make is going to be your reality until you make the next decision. So you're never stuck with anything in your life, but trust in the things that are not, that, that don't feel good also, because all of those things that feel shitty right now, uh, there's a lot of wisdom in there and there's a lot of information in there for you to maybe take a different direction or to learn something or to grow from that or to just be mediocre for a little while so that you can actually step up to that new level of potential that you have inside of you. So I hope that on this 60th anniversary of my podcast that um, my story was inspiring. Uh, That was kind of a quick version of it. There's so, 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 so much in between, um, which I talk about in my book. And and that was the, that was the point of writing the book. Uh, It was, you know, it wasn't to talk about myself, but it was really to take my journey and my experience so that you can feel more normal, so that you can feel more human and so, so that you can remember and trust that, okay, you know, everything I'm, I'm doing, everything right. Everything I'm doing is perfect. And it's, it's leading me somewhere. Even if you can't see where that's leading you right now, it is leading you somewhere. I can promise you that. Um, so my book is not out yet. Uh, obviously it's still in the works, but you can still get some bits and pieces from it, um, on my website, jenniferjane.ca slash book. And, um, and I really hope that, you know, the story, the story um, inspired you a little bit and gave you a little bit more hope. Um, and, you know, one of my favorite quotes that I created about 10 years ago, which I think I created for myself and then for other people, was the decisions that you're not willing to make or the actions that you're not willing to take are the ones that are going to change your life. So remember that. Trust yourself. Trust your journey. And I will see you next week on the next episode, 61. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening and for taking the time to believe in yourself, your hopes, and your visions. What I want you to remember is that those yearnings you're having are life's way of giving you a preview of what's possible for your future. And my mission is to make sure that you don't settle for anything less. I'm also super social and I love connecting with people. So please come and find me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Jenny Jane Young. See you next time.